Kehan's out there at the moment. She's my um, manager co-coach person. Uh, yeah, she's taking them through some um, warm-up drills, uh, looking for balance, looking for a wee bit of um, uh, fitness run that you've just missed out on. But, yeah. This is Kehar's mum, Lorraine Pukepuke. She's the team's coach and they've had a busy 12 months. We go across to Waikato. Um, we're going um, to, to, on tournament in Hamilton. We've been up to uh, counties, up in Pukekohe too. And then we hold our own too for the first time this year. We, hold, we had a, um, a tournament here in Rotorua and we utilised the Western Heights High School Gymnasium. So next year we're A few times a week, this Rotorua based basketball team meet up at the Sports Rec Centre at Toi Ohomai Institute. From the sidelines, it looks like any regular mixed basketball team. So that was enough to qualify a ribbon. So first, second, third, right down to the last team gets a ribbon. So you mentioned that on the team there is a deaf, you have a deaf boy. Yes, we do. He is here, Levi. He's over there um, with the with the blue shirt on, light blue shirt on. So Levi, um, we keep the jewels the same every time so we don't have to look at him all the time and say hey. He knows automatically kind of what to do. And our lady Denise is over there and he knows to look at her too. And so you can see here Ah, doing that. So Denise is sitting here. Yes. And and she's making little signals and then telling him to go with the wave of her hand. Yes. But if we keep it the same every week he gets used to it and we don't try and introduce too many new things. And Levi looks pretty young. He looks 15. He is. He is young. Yeah, he's come a long way, Justine. He's, um, you know, we were, we couldn't ever... He, now he faces the ball. We were want to run um, past the ball. Before, he was behind, and we had no way of trying to... Communicate with yeah. him. But now he knows to look, and it's so good. Denise is doing lots of sign language on the side. So he looks there before he looks at Kay. They're training hard for the upcoming Special Olympics National Summer Games hosted in Wellington. It's a mix of young people who each have intellectual disabilities. Lorraine's own son, Ruo Moko, is one of the tallest players, and her niece, Henewai, they're both on the team. Every training is a whānau affair. On, a, on our normal Monday night, uh, Justine, we've got like 25 players here. And you, you would probably see the needs of every person that's here. So we've got ones that can only dispense ball. Some can't run. Um, some need to look and listen. And some just play for fun. But all the others are away. On a Tuesday night, they've got soccer training. So that's what the others are playing. This team that's here tonight, Justine, is the team that is only going to be playing basketball. So we've got no team to play against tonight. But So we've got the luxury of just doing some good work with just our team. Lorraine's home is just on the fringe of Rotorua City Centre at 5pm every Monday for the last few months. The team meet up for basketball training. I call into her home and have a chat about how this teacher by day and basketball coach in her spare time became involved in leading this Rotorua special needs basketball team. So your family, you've got your niece, your son and your mukupuna. And it's and it's my mokupuna. Yes, yes. This is we're in the, we're inside the Farnai home here um, in Orfatsarotsarua. Obviously, there's a love of basketball. There is, and um, it, it all stems from my son, uh, Ruo Moko. Since he was probably five, I suppose he used to follow netball with Tiurukeha. 
my boy's got a um, developmental delay in his thinking, so and he's had a um, bronchiectasis, which is a a lung. It's part of the lung where he's got a bit of um, mucus in there, and so they had to cut some of it out. So so that's diagnosed as a need too. So he's had that since he was eight. Bronchiectasis. He's probably growing out of it because he's getting taller and bigger. And um, so it's just this developmental delay. We we don't as much have him in a school situation where he can learn more. But um, uh, he enjoyed basketball when he got older and got to high school. He wasn't included as good as what we wanted him to be in the mainstream. When we found this organisation, we thought, oh, my God, this is for him. He started playing and then Hinawai Virko, she's my niece, she came along and played. But she used to be in the special unit up at Western Heights High School. And then Tawa, who has only just recently moved with us, well, feels like recently, probably probably the same length of time, two years, um, he came and lived with us and he's got some special special needs. So he's in the basketball team too. And Tawa is? A f- Tawa is a mukupuna, um, my husband's um, sister's mukupuna. Aside from the obvious of special needs, what do you need as a coach to do that, Mahi? Ever since our boy was born, I had to have a lot of patience, had to have a very big heart because he was like a bit of a roller coaster. Um, and then I went teaching. I did my teaching tohu, and that helped me too to recognise the special, you know, to have that rapport, have that have that ability to be adaptable and um, patient. The Fano helps. He goes off and helps with his auntie. Goes to lots of tangihana. Those a lot to uh, to help with the kai and preparing mm. kai done the marae. <laughs> um, but that's not just Ruamako. That's that's Hinawai and and Toa. They both both attach themselves to their auntie. Ona te koi is that auntie, and I stop into Ofata Marae where she works as the marae administrator. She takes the bookings and makes sure everything ticks along nicely. This building here is our now our office used to be the clubhouse of the uh, for our people, and it's been here. The club shut what several years ago officially. Yes, about 2011-2012. The story of Hinemua and Tutanekai is particular to the Rotorua Tiarawa area. On the site of Ofatamarai is Hinemua's Rock. It looks more like a large boulder. Legend has it it's where Hinemua used to sit. So Hinamore and Tutanakai had seen each other a couple of times at uh, the things that they used to do in those days, which was a lot of um, competitive games of paddling and all things like that. And um, so her um, parents had someone else jacked up for her to be um, to get married to, and but she had another idea in Tutanakai. So she used to um, sit on the rock and listen to him play his flute. And uh, so she got the calabashes and swam across from down here. Ona Te Koi is Lorraine's sister, Lorraine who we heard at the start. Henewai, Taua and Ruaumoko were a little too shy to talk to me about their story, so we spoke to their auntie instead. She gives her perspective about how Taua, her nephew and niece, navigate their space at the marae. And as you'll hear, with the dwindling numbers at the front line, those that sit on the paipai tapu or the oratory benches, their help and keen interest is valued. They want to come down and help in the kitchen. And, you know, I used to feel like, oh, I better be there because these ones won't know what they're like. 
but it's about learning about each other. And, you know, um, and they end up being... Um, oh, that's my cousin over there. They've met some more cousins on a, on a more personal basis. And, uh, yeah, I guess we can feel a bit... Here is fine, but when they're out in the big world, we kind of feel like we need to be there to make sure that, like, anyone who talks to Hinawai, they're her friends. She isn't able to... Um, Differentiate, yeah, differentiate yeah, whether they really are friends or they're really going to, you know. And so we kind of step in and say, no. And she doesn't like that. She wants her own friends. And we say, we'll find your boyfriend. <laughs> and she goes, no. Because <laughs> it's never happening. <laughs> but, yeah, that's those little things. It's just being taken advantage of. And your friends are, you know, you know who your real friends are when they treat you nicely and don't take advantage of you and... Those sort of things. Hanawai comes down, we all work in the kitchen. She brings her blacks down. As soon as it's time for the pōhiri, she'll go and get changed and check that it's okay for her to go up the top. She'll go up the top. If Uncle Prani, usually it's always, well, it's always Uncle Prani, and he's here all by himself. So if he is, I'll send Tawa up there and, and Luomoko to go and sit up the top to help with the pie and does the cousin that comes, does the karanga. They come to more tiati classes on a Friday night, which is held at another marae or down the road with our, at Uenukukopako. And um, so they learn all those. So they confidently go up there to assist on the pie pie. And Tawa, he sits, and Moko, they both sit on the uh, pie with Uncle, and if Uncle needs um, Tawa to pick up the uh, koha, he'll give him a little tap and off he goes, and does it very confidently. Was there a period where there had to be an acceptance on the part of the queer and the komatua? I think um, just being here, they affect them. Tawa's from Torere. They all came to his 21st. They had speeches and they got up, one of them, our queer, she got up and said that uh, he's ours now. Mm. It is lovely. Has it been a matter of them being nurtured from that young age on the marae or have they just well, connected with it in their... Well, you know, um, most probably later, later because our mother, my mother was um, quite sick and um, so we used, I hardly ever came down because we had to be there 24-7 with her. But when she died in 2008, it kind of released me to be able to do other things. So when I started coming down, they would come down. And of course, you know, I need young legs to do all my running. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so I do the thinking, they do the doing. There must be a good dynamic between you and um, the kids. They have such an active social life. I get them to come down every day because we also run a business here. As our office, we've got the photocopier, we've got the shredder. We've taught them how to do those things, the laminating and so I go, you know, they, when I go down, do you need anything done, Auntie? Well, I've got heaps to do. Okay. So have you got some shredding to do? So they like to all do that. Anna runs her own consultancy business. Part of her work is increasing literacy and numeracy skills amongst children and young people. She runs a programme with other special needs kids in her area. So you do this with identity, language, culture and... You currently have a contract to accelerate the learning of primary and intermediate tamariki who, with numeracy and literacy um, learning. Well, we work up in, um, with Ōwhata School. We have uh, this year 50 children to work with and Lotokawa Primary, um, a few from Makoya Intermediate and a few from outside of um, Rotorua or on the other side of Rotorua who are whānau we know that... And Tororo Tarangi. Is that a hapu? Yes, Tororo Tarangi is the hapu from here. 
and it goes from the um, Tarawera Road roundabout up from Tarawera Road right back to the stream up by the McDonald's up there, oh, yes. Bay. Yeah. And so you just work with these schools, you go into the schools? Yes, we have a programme on the Wednesday afternoon after school, an hour and a half. And we're split into um, groups and then we um, have people, volunteers, working with the, um, in the literacy and numeracy. And we also have the use of the Rotorua Library. They have a wakaponam. So they bring their van out and park up on the school and so we have a few kids with them and they rotate. Kapai on okay, so will you be heading down to Wellington? No, no unfortunately. Though so, our queer they always they all know about it. And because we um meet every week, they might want to take a trip down for the night. A long <laughs> way to go to Wellington. But you know, they're loving their um outings. Mm. And I'm sure they'd love to go down and pop down and watch them. From the 27th of November, the team and other teams from across the country will head to Wellington for the Special Olympics National Summer Games, hosted over four days. Over 3,000 athletes, coaches and management staff will attend. The games will be played across 10 venues in Wellington. But back to Lorraine Pukepuke at her home in Ofata, where she explains how hard work has paid off. Well, we had to go through some um, other people that have been there for a longer time than us, and uh, we could see the potential that our, our tamariki and our whānau could bring, and there was um, others that we saw that um, that they could benefit and play as hard as and as better than they did before because they were, they were in a D grade, which was comfortable before our time, so we're aiming to go up to B to be grade this National Olympics so everyone gets an opportunity and they have a national teams that they make from this um, regional they have like international team oh, that they'll have right. where they go off to World Special Olympics. So eight in the team, you're the coach, so you've got a management manager yes. assistant. Yes, Tiudakeha. Uh we have a um, one boy, Levi, who's a deaf boy, Maori too. Um, and so we had to do a lot of fast track learning um, sign, sign language. Yeah, mm. sign language. But um, we just do a lot of signals with our hands or jumping up, or, or we run onto the court and just, get, you know. But the rest of the team know that they have to go up and face to face with them. And so, what does the team need? Do, do you do a lot of fundraising, for example? Yes, we all did sponsorship. A lot of, I well, we've got our. Um, our full cost, and that was $85,000. And that was like we... Um, to go to Wellington? Yeah. Oh. And we were hoping to go on a train. Then we wanted to go on a plane. <laughs> but now we're going on a bus. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we're, I think we're going to look... We're going to just, you know, put your ass in the bus, even though it's going to take many, many hours. And there's, uh, is it like a 10-seater bus for the team or is it... Oh, is fam family going as well? No, 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 no. Oh. It's the whole 60... Well, sorry. Oh, so this is the Rotorua... Sorry, I'm just thinking yes. of your team, but there's no. actually a whole, obviously, other yeah. sports in Rotorua going down. Is it Bay of Plenty or just purely Rotorua? Purely Rotorua. Oh, yeah. Tauranga got their own. Yeah. And every region... Uh, every township, I suppose, on... But when you get to the bigger places like Auckland, well, then they can't... They were afford... They can afford to go from counties or Auckland or, um, yeah, they've got a wee bit better suburbs and people to pick and choose from. Yeah. So out of the 60, how many Māori make up this contingent going down? 
Ooh, I would say around about, it will be more than 50%, I would say. Yeah. And what sports do they play? Basketball? Um, yeah, basketball, soccer. Tennis? Indoor bowls. Oh, yeah. Uh, indoor bowls and um, temping bowling. And swimming. Yeah. So is there some sort of no kaupapa to this group that you that you get a sense of? Uh, with our own group, with our, our basketball, yes. And it's, and it's made our, I would say, it makes our team really easier to run, easier to look after because we all know each other. And like all the other players, as much as um, I think we've got, I think we're all Māori in our team, and just one, one girl that is um, European. Mm. But they, you know, we've had a lot of time where we've even spent our, we all come here for Kai, the whole team. <laughs> this seems like the hub, the it, whānau hub. Well, it's, you're, you're the coach, so it's got to be uh, it essential. We're having a sleepover where they've all been here <laughs> on the mattresses on the floor. So we get to know each other a wee bit mm. more. Um, and the and parents, do you have a lot to do with the parents of the kids? No. Oh, okay. And that's really, well, it's not sad because but, we're, we're pretty open with anything that mm. that comes in our fare. So um, no, and all the all the um, all our whānau here just so they reflect a lot of our values of of Māori, you know. So and we've been through it, walked through it. So mm. do you feel that on a national scale that 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 Māori with special needs, young kids with you know sporting talent is really nurtured at that level, or do you find it's just really a local thing? I think I think we got to start local, because that's where they feel a bit more comfortable at our whānau. Um They need to come and and don't be hoha or what what it's going to look like. Um, and I think that's probably where they need to start. Is you know don't be afraid, just come along to any all the sports. I do know um, we wanted to start table tennis and even equestrian next year. Cool. And although it's been quite quick and fast, um, majority of the, the funding came from from our um, charities within uh, Rotorua, and which has been a really big, big help. Do they go to the Olympics and then, as you said before, they kind of drop off because it's every four years. What's that thing in the middle that keeps them going in sports? I think I think it's because they feel included. They feel that they're in an environment where who cares who they, they, they can't shoot the ball, but the coach and manager. Um, but, you know, they have an environment where all of them are able to succeed. But in saying that, you know, there is a little lollipop at the end going to these nationals that if they make the um, international, if any of them make the international team, that it's in Dubai. So is this a scouting session in a sense? Yes, it is. And they have a, like a world's... Special Olympics gathering every year, every four years too. So there's a chance that some of you all um, yeah. could be chosen. Mm, Have it. you prepared for that, if, if that should happen? Uh, prepared in <laughs> coach-wise or preparing money-wise? <laughs> both, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, both require. Um, definitely in, in basketball school-wise and fitness, but um, no, nah, not nothing huge on looking for funding or anything like that yet. We'll just wait and see what happens. What do you think some of the ups and the downs of the job have been for you, the challenges? There's, there's not really any challenges, really. Um, I We both enjoy what we're doing. And what are the rewards of the job? What, the what kind of satisfaction that you get? Is their faces, that they can actually do the things 
for instance, like passing, a lot of them have a, you know, when you when you watch any any um, profile sports people, the passes are gone really fast, you know. But when when they passing, they know they're going to pass it. They might have their their main person that they pass it to all the time, but they're able to listen. And when you see them, that they know that they've done what you've asked them to do, just, their faces are just so happy, and they know that they've done really good. I know it sounds really quite boring, but I think the rewarding thing, if they come up to training, they do the work for an hour, uh, they're happy to go home, it's when they don't turn up, and then you know that there's something that that they don't want to do or right. or something's happened or, or they're not feeling well or things like that. No, And, and probably the bit, other thing that I didn't mention too, um, Justine, is that we're able to train them here at home too. So we've got our own basketball court. We go for walks in the morning, do some sprint work. At, well, they do some sprint work over at the fields, over at the local um, McCoy Intermediate. So we're, we're doing things that we can do to build up a, a good base of players. So, yeah. We've got Rua Moko um, on the far side, starting there. We've got um, Toa, Hinawai, Richard, Levi, um, and then Hannah, and then Bailey on the outside over here. Five on the court at one time, and then we've got um, three subs. So if we've got more boys, we've got more boys, um, but on the court it's, it's not any different. There's probably one different when it's mainstream basketball. It's either all boys or all girls. There's no, there's no numbers on, on what, who we come against. And that's probably a cool thing too. Ki a toa hau, ki te kore a hau e toa, ki a maia a hau, ahakoa kahinga. Let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. And the National Summer Games will run from the 27th of November until the 1st of December in Wellington. All these voices in my head I just gotta get away All the city lights so bright I just gotta get away It's like turning back the hands of time Always getting in my way And when everything I said and done